So take a second, think about it, get back to me. All right, bye now. Welcome oh. to McYep and Fry's, not the Marine Corps' Lonely Hearts Club band. Ah, welcome, I'm Gavin. And, uh, what I mean. you, and what you were listening to just then was... Scotty. That was Scott Moore, Marine Sergeant Scott Moore's YouTube video in which he asked Mila Kunis to the Marine Corps Ball. And... She said yes. She said yes. <laughs> yeah, I saw this this morning, so... Well, I mean, it wasn't as clear-cut as her just, like, seeing the video and thinking he's hot and saying yes. I mean, yeah, I mean, there's she, obviously... You know, support the troops. Yeah, you know, supporting <laughs> the troops. It's, cup the troops. Cup the troops. Do all sorts of shit with the troops. <laughs> God knows what the hell is going to go down in North Carolina. <laughs> but apparently it was um, her co-star from Friends with Benefits, uh, Justin Timberlake, oh, yeah? that um, kind of encouraged her to do it. Saying again, you know the whole patriotic "do it for your country" thing, but it just kind of—it is kind of this weird thing where I'm just sort of regretting not not trying this before. <laughs> I, I should have, you know, you know, done a fucking video and dressed up in rags and shit and pretended to be dying or something. It's like, <laughs> you know, like hey, Mila, I'm homeless. You know, like Winona Ryder, will you go to the will you go to the prom with me or some shit? Do you want to come you know, along to? The... I promise I will let you steal some stuff. <laughs> you know, I mean. It's... I was actually kind of annoyed. <laughs> I was actually quite annoyed by the whole thing. I was very disappointed that I hadn't thought of something like that first. You know? I mean, I guess he is in Afghanistan and he's risking his life and shit, but... To get, yeah, you know, it's just a sniper shot you know, at the end. <laughs> that would have been news. Yeah. <laughs> that would have made it. But uh, I'm, I'm pretty impressed by this, actually. Yeah. I, mean, I, just, I just hope it doesn't turn out to be a disastrous mistake. Yeah, he's, you know? he's, where's Scotty from? Let's bear in mind, you've never met this guy. Yes. You know you don't next to nothing about this guy. You know. Is he a redneck? You know what I'm saying? Is he going to make her squeal like a pig? I don't know. I don't know. There are all sorts of things at play. You know who's really worried about all this is Macaulay Culkin. Because Macaulay Culkin is uh, her ex. I'm not following you. Macaulay Culkin and Mila Kunis, they were together for like years and years and years. And then really? Was, yeah, yeah. And then it was only like around the Black Swan time when, when she was like... Again, really? That, yeah, that she was like breaking out. Was he out. in his druggy skank phase at that point or...? Uh, no, he's kind of been there for a while, but I mean like he's... Um, they were together for a long time. I never knew this. And it was only just around the Black Swan time that she's like, See ya! <laughs> <laughs> I'm, getting, I'm getting a Golden Globe! <laughs> I'm gonna get me a Marine. <laughs> I'm leaving you home alone, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> you just got that, right? Yeah, I did. Yeah, you just got that. I forgot who Macaulay Culkin was. Kevin McAllister. Yeah, I know Kevin McAllister. Kevin McAllister. It's a Tuesday. For those of you who don't know, we are broadcasting on a Tuesday. Uh, we'll bring you all the best of movie news in case you haven't figured that out already. Yeah, sorry. Uh, we, um, we, we normally do it on a Sunday, but we weren't able to because there were crazy political shit going on. Yeah. Riots in the street. Tear gas in hospitals. The, the police. The maternity ward. You know, so like uh, a whole generation of Malaysians are going to be traumatized, going to be traumatized and possibly brain damaged. Ouch. And it's it's going to be your fault. So how's that different from the last generation? <laughs> huh? How's that different from the last generation? Huh? Huh? <laughs> I got the ball! No, I got the ball! <laughs> this week we'll have reviews of Attack the Block, Attack the Gas Station, and uh, a little B-movie called Rubber. Excellent. Well, I mean, they're basically your reviews. I'm just going to react off you. Yes. Because I haven't... 
I, I mean, what what little Wait, spoilers? Well, you know, there's no spoilers for those of you waiting for Gavin's. I'm just gonna react. I'm just gonna react <laughs> off of this guy. I've been wanting to watch something, but every time I get any free time with like a DVD player and a TV, I want to catch up on Fringe. Yeah, I'm you ca- caught up on Fringe. Yet? I'm, I'm on disc four uh, of a six disc set. Of season three. Of season three. Of yes. the whole of season three, or is it season three part one? No, it's the whole of season three. So uh, I, where I'm at right now, like uh, this, this show has shot me in the face and has started to fuck the bullet hole. Yeah. <laughs> so for those of you who don't watch Fringe, you should be watching Fringe. Oh my God, what's going on? This is not happening. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, moving on to news. I guess we'll start off with the uh, new Tintin trailer which arrived today. What did you think of that? So I'll put the links up as usual. Any links to anything we talk about will be... As I, as, as I, as I have said to my superiors in the office, I've seen it. I have an opinion. I'm sure you have yours. Uh-huh. <laughs> this is kind of an opinion podcast. I know, I know. I know, I know. I liked it. Yeah? I liked it. I was just like underwhelmed a bit. You know, I, uh, it's, I don't know. I, I'm cutting this movie... I don't know if I'm cutting this movie a lot of slack because I want to like it so much uh, or whatever, but... As I as you know, and we've discussed this before. I mean, to me, Tintin, it's it's a it's a cartoon. Yes, and that's how I'm seeing it. Mm-hmm. It is a little weird in the sense that it does look like Tintin himself. They're trying to go a little bit more realistic with how he looks as opposed to the rest of the characters in the film. Yeah, Haddock's nose because does it's like stand out the, way, in the, profile. the way that ha- the way that ha- uh, Haddock is designed and Thompson and Thompson and on and, and all of all of the other characters that we see, they seem to be much more of a comic book slash cartoon type of look. Whereas Tintin actually looks fairly realistic. It's the noses. It's fair, yeah. He, it's, everyone else's nose is like a tennis ball, <laughs> and his is like this little pert little upturned thing. But it doesn't really bother me. I mean, it's. It looks like it's going to be a great adventure. I mean, at least there was a bit more of the humor you could, and I really, uh, and you can get a much stronger sense of the characterizations. Yes. In in this one. Well, that's because you can see the characters. Yeah. You can see them before. There's there's actual dialogue. Yeah, there's and you can see their faces. But um, I really like uh, the little dialogue that I heard. I like um, the tone that um, that Jamie Bell has got for Tintin. I think it works really nice. Snowy looks awesome. Uh, Peg and Frost are. uh, That's a that's a. I was was trying to listen to the voices. I was trying to listen like. Which one fell down the stairs? Was that that frost fell down? Was the that stairs. egg or sausage? <laughs> Have you seen Paul yet? No. Oh, okay. Frost fell down the stairs. Yeah. <laughs> but I did like Haddock. I did like Haddock, and yeah. Haddock seemed to be more of the Tintin that I was expecting. But, yeah. but even they had the maybe it's a Polar Express shot, but they had a shot of him inside looking out, and you were looking straight out at the camera. It was. Mm-hmm. They didn't have an awful lot of that. An awful lot of it was oblique or looking away to the sides. Yeah. So when you saw it directly into his eyes, he didn't have the shark eyes. Well, what another thing that I like about it is that it's very. It's. It has a. It had a very nice zippy pace. It looks yeah. like. It. It looks like uh, in terms of uh, dialogue rhythms. It's a throwback to the old old school st- storytelling where everyone has just got shitloads to say to each other. So yeah. it's wang bang zippy doo da. Yeah. yeah. Really nice and fast. <laughs> and I liked not, it. Yeah. I like that. It's not my favorite Tintin story. Yeah. I really hope that uh, this does well. So they have to keep making Tintin movies to the point where they got no choice but to whoop, but to make the fucking racist, politically incorrect ones. Yeah, yeah. You know, like Tintin in America and the Blue Lotus. <laughs> <laughs> it's all Chinamen. All, all, all the Chinese people in Blue Lotus is they're either like getting high on opium or they're threatening white people with guns. <laughs> and none of them hold a gun properly. It sounds like your Saturdays. It's all like that. You can't see what I'm doing, but trust me, I look like a very you look like racist depiction of a Chinaman with a gun. Yeah, it's basically all those propaganda posters for the Japanese for World War II. Oh, you are going to pay for that. <laughs> I guess Only one steals from me, white bitch. For me, I, th- I thought I expected more. I mean, I saw you just saw extended bits of what they'd already shown. Yeah. Which, I don't know. I expected more blowing Actually, away. Actually, I, I thought this had a lot more than the last one. 
Oh yeah, it did. But it had the scenes were relatively similar, like the ship going over the sand. Mm-hmm. They're on a ship, another mm-hmm. ship, yeah. the airplane, you know, the land and stuff like that. Yeah, up no, I mean everything that was in the teaser, it's 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 all there, just yeah. like a little bit of added stuff. But it's still a fairly decent length. You know, it's two and a half minutes. Hmm. That's about as you know. I, it, it showed me. It showed me more than enough than, than what I wanted to see. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's it does feel like this movie is fighting a little bit of an uphill battle. A lot of people seem to be um, either on the fence or actually kind of like aggressive towards it. Yeah, I'm a bit um, on the fence with it. Uh, whereas I know I, I made it as. I mean, fuck. I mean, I I, I want to like this movie. I, I'm a Tintin fan. I want it to be good. Yeah. You know. Um, I'll wait till I see the whole film before I really start ragging on on shit that I don't like. Yeah. But. Um, it's motion capture, therefore it is going to suffer from those things about motion capture that bother you. Yeah. So you got to get over that hump and just look at it for what it is. If it, if it was a live action movie, do you think it would look cool? And as a live action movie, I think it, would look, I think it looks pretty damn good. Yeah. Cool. So, yeah. Did you ever see the fake Tintin covers they did it up online? No. There's a load of them like um, Tintin and the Adventure of the Alien Eggs and it has them like with face huggers. Oh, yeah. aliens <laughs> and they're done in the old original style and it looks amazing and there's a whole heap of them like there's some are some of them are pretty blue but uh, I'll see if I can dig that link out as well and put that up it's pretty fun another um, comic book property that uh, we got a debut of today was the uh, Bat- uh, the Dark Knight Rises uh, teaser poster poster yeah yeah mm. well still you know <laughs> I was totally underwhelmed by this uh, I, I actually was uh, quite excited by it. I mean, it looks like all hell's going to break loose. And, you know, I mean, as like, the only criticism I would have is that it's it looks like... It's a shot of some buildings with the light in the shape of a bat and rocks. It's a teaser poster. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, why, are any, why is it even news? It's rocks and bats. Look, all sorts of teaser images become news these days. Mm. You just, just because it's not what you wanted to see, it's like, why is this news? But the trailer will drop later in the week, apparently. Yes, that's what I've heard. No, but the I'm, teaser trailer. But I'm not really looking, I mean, there's... They're going to show they, fuck they, off. They, 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 they might as well just, you know, like, uh, I was talking to uh, Chirin earlier today, he made a good point, because he was like saying, this, oh, the teaser trailer's going to be coming out. And I'm like, yeah, but the teaser trailer for The Dark Knight didn't show you shit. Mm. It was just like the logo, like, fell, it was dark, and then light came out of back, the fucking... And you heard the that, voices, yeah, right? That, that, that was it. But you, <laughs> I'm out of my word. That's all you heard, really, wasn't it? That and some other stuff. Hey, the first one, you didn't even hear that. You just heard the laugh. Is that all? Yeah. So it was just like the fucking laugh. That was it. How long ago was that? That was a long time ago. Oh, it's almost three years now. Yeah. Because I had to repay for the longest relationship the ever. <laughs> <laughs> I had to pay for the website today, so oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, for the McGappin Fries URL. <laughs> we gotta pay for this. <laughs> <laughs> it was a princely sum of ten bucks you owe me. Oh God. <laughs> Gotta pay. It's just like the Malaysian theater scene. <laughs> uh, the other news we got this week was Raft of Hobbit news. Um, I didn't know the names. Did you know the names of the movies? I didn't know all of them. No. Yeah. So the first one is going to be the Hobbit. Oh, oh there and back yeah, again. There and back again. Yeah. And the second one is going to be an unexpected the journey. An unexpected journey. Yeah. No, I, I knew. I, I knew about that. I missed that. That must have been while we were away. While I was away. But the the photos came up of Nori, Ori, and Dory. <laughs> and uh, Oin and Gloin. Yes. Gloin, obviously, father of Gimli, so yes. he's totally rocking the Gimli look on him. I mean, it does look weird because when we think back to it, you only really saw Gimli. Yeah. There was another two dwarfs. I had to go look at this up. I was like, was there more? There was only two other dwarfs at the, at the Council of the Ring. Yeah. And yep. they did fuck all. Yeah. And left. Yeah. So. They do kind of look. No, the, the first three in particular no, look, uh, they the, look the, pretty dwarves weird. Get a, the dwarves get a lot more play in yeah. the Hobbit. 
Uh, well, it's all about the dwarves. Uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> but it's it's gonna it's gonna be really cool. I mean, these images are great, and the second uh, video diary that uh, Peter Jackson released. Yeah. Again, you just. You just get goosebumps watching this shit. No, I think part of that and Slash Film called them on it was using the the the, the Howard Shore, the mm -hmm, soundtrack mm -hmm. yeah. to the film. Yeah. So as they're taking off in helicopters to go yeah. location scouting it here, it immediately na, takes na, you back. Na, 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 na. It immediately takes you back, and that's that's great. I mean, and we talked uh, talked about it when it came when the first one came out. Yeah. The the first video diary came out is that we love that consistency. You know, knowing that it's in it's in the right hands. It's in it's in it's being done by the guys who did it right the first time. Yeah. You know? So in that regard, you know, awesome. It just shows you though what his life is like. It's like, yeah, we're gonna go talking to Andy Circus, who's now second unit director. Yep, yep. And he's like, uh, yeah, tomorrow we're gonna go location scouting. And it sounds pretty dull until they get into their five matching helicopters <laughs> and take <laughs> off around airing around New Zealand. And uh, just you know, like, and as he was saying, this you. you when you watch the old trilogy, you think that um, they've used up all of New they've Zealand. They've used up all of New Zealand, but now there's still shitloads more in New Zealand that no one's seen yet. Mm. <laughs> and it's beautiful looking. There's yeah. even just like a rock on top of a hill. That how did it get there? And it's like, well, I, and you see, he goes, I want to move to New Zealand, <laughs> and I want to live by a lake. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't everyone there live by a lake or a glacier? You live between the glacier and the lake. Well, I want the I want a lake. Yeah. I, no, I, I wouldn't feel comfortable around a glacier. I want a big rock. Inside a big rock. Peter Jackson says, yeah, oh, that can be part of the house. He's like, yeah, I can, I can see that. You'd live next to a big rock. Yeah. All right, then. A big, sorry, <laughs> a big interesting looking rock. It's like interesting. Math, pro math problems are interesting. You know, you, fascinating rock. Building a house a beside a rock. A fascinating rock. Well, a fascinating rock would be a house. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's funny to think that they're now at 254 days. They've got 200 left to go. 54 done. I know. Handing out like, t-shirts. And like, handing out t-shirts like saying 200 days to go on the back. So everyone who's like working is like thinking to themselves, fuck, it's not going to be over anytime soon. Yeah. And I mean, there are <laughs> another I mean, 200 days of this shit. It's 200 days, but I guess that's 200 shooting days because they're talking about this is the first yeah, they've, block. Yeah, they've just finished the first block of shooting and then they're going to be going off and they're, they're going to be start shooting again in September. September, yeah. That's, that's right. That's, that's crazy. Yeah, but while the cast is on a break, Peter Jackson, he's, yeah. he's going into post-production already on the first block. He's you know, post-production so. on the first block. Pre-production pre of the next block, block and then just doing some shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and yeah, no, you, I think you mentioned it as well. He is starting to swell he's, slightly. He's putting on, he's putting the weight back on. <laughs> a fat Peter Jackson equals good movie. <laughs> <laughs> what, what was the movie in which he was the thinnest? The Lovely Bones. Because ah, you could see his lovely. Bones. Wasn't terrible, but wasn't Lord of the Rings. No. So you you keep putting that weight back on. Hopefully by the time by the time the fourth block is over, you'll be the nice big fat fucking Peter Jackson that gave his brain dead. <laughs> and then all will be right with the universe again. It'll be awesome. <laughs> Did you notice that was I think it was guy guy who played Dory. He's in a ship's captain's gear for some reason in the video. So he's in like a oh, white yeah, shirt yeah, and yeah, an yeah, 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 It's yeah. like oh, I'm gonna just go off with the wife. It's like no explanation given. That was bizarre. Or maybe he's a pilot as well or something. I don't know. It was weird. <laughs> no, I remember that. I remember that. Yeah, that was kind of funny. Uh, another trailer that came out this week I just saw was for Juan of the Dead. Juan of the Dead. I, I heard about this. Yeah? I didn't see it. I, I mean, it's a, you know, you could say they're trying to rip off every of the Dead movie and maybe more Shaun of the Dead. But this does actually look like a lot of fun. So it's a Cuban movie. Mm -hmm. Shot in Cuba, I believe. Mm -hmm. um, and it's 50 years after the Cuban Revolution, a new one is about to start. It's Cuban zombies. Cuban zombies, yeah. <laughs> and it's in Cuban. Or whatever. What they speak in Cuba? Spanish. Spanish. <laughs> it's, it's like, it's it's like in, Mexican, right? Yes. <laughs> they, they speak cigar. Yeah. <laughs> 
but it does look like a lot of fun and it is introduced why it's wanted to dead because he's standing like the zombies in the streets they're just going looting and stuff mm-hmm. and he picks up the phone and he goes one of the dead we killed your loved ones how may I help you oh excellent <laughs> so they're obviously setting out their stall but there's some lovely there's lovely moments the trailer ends with himself and a friend of there has lying on a rooftop sitting sunbathing and they're like looking out and there's a huge tower kind of, of apartments in front of them and saying yeah, this would be a lovely sunset if, it wasn't, if that building wasn't in the way and they just blow the fuck up so they have basically have the run of Cuba all they gotta do is watch out for the, the so, di- so it looks the like a, so it looks like a pretty decent decent sized budget yeah 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 oh shit and the, the effects for that tower falling does look a bit ropey because they're trying to do you know with, with CGI it's always the lighting mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so they're trying to do like the sun behind the building switch to the sun shining on you and so when the, two, when the sun comes out the two of them do um, put on their shades in unison which is quite nice but it does look like it'd be a lot of fun and uh, it's quite kinetic looking trailer as well it's not like indie low budget we don't have much film it looks really really good ah excellent no I did hear about it but I uh, didn't manage to check it out yeah. uh, here's some piece of news that I thought was kind of cool is that Walton Goggins oh yeah the guy from Justified uh, which I haven't yet Justified, seen Justified Predators but he was one of my favorite characters in Predators and uh, he's also going to be in the upcoming uh, Cowboys and Aliens which uh, is getting very little coverage you think Cowboys and Aliens? It's like I, I it's like it's in a strange way. Uh, When's it? Not, when is it? It's uh, July, late, late, late July. Yeah. And but it, I mean, they might have peaked. I mean, they've been on the road since Comic Con. They're gonna do something for Comic Con, I think. The, they, the movie premieres at Comic Con. Well, maybe maybe you missed out. They did release a Instagram photo pack for the iPhone during the week, so maybe that was the last of their big push. Right. <laughs> well, pardon me, all over. So you place. could take photos like you were taking photos in Cowboys and Aliens. You know that kind of those photo things you get for your phone that give you the mm-hmm. different filters. I love them. I've never used them, but I'm, sure, they, I'm sure they're a lot of fun. Well, there is a Cowboys and Aliens pack. Oh, excellent! So, I won't be buying it. Yeah. Maybe they should have. Maybe they should should have finished with another trailer instead of an iPhone uh, gadget. Because I'm a dick. So yeah, Walton Goggins, he's, um, he's been cast um, in uh, Steven Spielberg's uh, Lincoln, uh, biopic on Abraham Lincoln. And this movie has got a... You re- say Abe Lincoln? Abe, Abe Lincoln. <laughs> Abe Lincoln. Abraham Lincoln. Uh, this, this movie has been in development for fucking years. It yeah. was originally supposed to be Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson was, um, was booked for... Lincoln. Uh, for, for Lincoln and, and booked for a long, long time. And uh, eventually he bowed out for whatever reason, probably because it was taking too long. Mm-hmm. But now Steven Spielberg is finally doing it. Daniel Day-Lewis is playing the president. Mm. Um, and uh, Walton Goggins has uh, been cast in the film. Uh, he's, um, Hang on, Daniel Day-Lewis is playing Lincoln. Daniel Day-Lewis is playing Lincoln. Uh, <laughs> Sally Field is playing Mary Todd Lincoln. Tommy Lee Jones is Theodore Stevens. David Strathen is in it. Joseph Gordon-Levitt's in it. James Spader. John Hawks. Whoa, James Spader. Yep. Tim Blake Nelson. Bruce, Tim Blake Nelson? Yep. Awesome. <laughs> Bruce McGill. <laughs> I mean, shitloads of fucking... Yeah. David Strathen. Yeah, yeah, I, I mentioned him. Yeah. Hal, Hal uh, Holbrook. Sweet. So it's it's just insane. An insane fucking amount of crazy, crazy amazing actors in this movie. Be interesting to see. It's always kind of funny because, like, uh, the, of the period, nobody had a good hairstyle in that in that, no. in that period. And, know? like... Everyone the, had ridiculous hair. And, and crazy facial hair. I remember saying something about Lincoln having, like... He Lincoln, Lincoln well, had, but he's actually like his face is all weird. He's got mole and stuff. He's, he's an ugly man. And he's got like crazy weird sideburns. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're not sideburns. They're all the way down burns. I know. It's just like they covered like a good portion of his of his lower face. Because I heard he was ugly, but he photographed well apparently. <laughs> In the right light with lots of Vaseline on the lens. Well, I just thought I would mention that because it's nice to see uh, Walton Goggins getting some good work. 
Yeah, I working. mean, after Justified, fuck yeah, the guy's a genius. Working with good people. Yeah. Did you see the trailer for Adam Sandler's Jack and Jill? No, I refuse. I, I just you're, saw, you're better off. I just saw Adam Sandler drag. I'm like, fuck this. And it literally <laughs> is Adam Sandler in drag. I mean, I don't think he even bothered having a shave most days. And it, and he's also got the he's got the kind of you know that kind of like Hispanic voice on. Uh, he's got like a lisp. He's doing that shit, like, and it's know, just it's it's very it's very weird. But like it's I, sad. I saw that I saw that thing, and I just I saw I saw the little bit with drag, and I looked at that picture of the, there was a picture of Adam Sandler there. And very calmly said to myself, I, I think I'm really starting to hate you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really starting to feel hatred. Did you see Funny People? I don't I didn't see that. I only we reviewed it. Um, I saw, I saw like uh, the first half because uh, my DVD started to skip. <laughs> <laughs> but I've been told that I saw the better half. Oh, really? Yeah. I've been, I've yeah. been, I mean, uh, the, the complaint that I heard about Funny People was that... It's just them hanging out, isn't it? Or is, that the other that, one? is that it's... Um, it leads you to believe that it's this movie about a guy who's dying and he needs to fucking get his act together yeah. before he dies. But he, um, Punch his, his, Punch can, drug his cancer Punch goes into to remission. Yeah, his cancer goes into remission. And then and, it's a Sandler. And you still have half a movie to go. Mm. So when I, when I, when when my movie when my disc started to skip, you were quite happy to let it skip. The cancer had just gone into remission. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm thinking, well, maybe that. Yeah, maybe. It's a nice place to end it. Leave it yeah. there. I, well, I never bothered to watch the second half, so I just figured I'd leave it there. But the first half of it's actually a pretty decent movie. Did you hear he's actually he's going to play Dracula as well? Yes, in Hotel Transylvania. Thank God it's animated. It's animated. Thank Christ it's animated. Can you imagine like his, his big it's, Jewish face? Uh, as, hey, Dracula. I know, but uh, no, I... <laughs> you don't mess with the Dracula. I, uh, that, that just would have been too much to bear. Um, but... But when I saw that headline for a moment there, I flashed this flash there, and I was like, even there, look what a dick photo of him, Jesus! I know you just you want to hate this fucker. <laughs> he's wearing a backward baseball cap, and he's saying like, eh, yeah, huh? No, but the good thing, uh, I mean, the one shining, one small little silver lining in Hotel Transylvania is that it's directed by Jenny Tartakovsky. The the um, guy who was uh, did Dexter's Laboratory, Samurai Jack, and the uh, cartoon, the small little Cartoon Network uh, uh, Clone Wars. The original Clone Wars, not the not the CGI wooden puppets. New, new. Uh, although on the other hand, uh, Hotel Transylvania is written by Daniel I. Stern, um, who wrote Open Season Two and Open Season Three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's also David Spade's in it as Quasimodo, Kevin James as Frankenstein's monsters, Steve Buscemi and Molly, Sh- Molly Shannon are werewolves. In other words, this this movie would have done amazingly well in 1998. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look at all these guys: <laughs> Molly Shannon, <laughs> David <laughs> Spade, Fran Drescher. <laughs> is Fran Drescher in it? Fran Drescher is the voice. What? Of- <laughs> She's the bride of Frankenstein. <laughs> Seriously? Yeah. <laughs> that's 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 pretty good casting. <laughs> Get these bolts out of my neck. <laughs> but you see what I mean about the. Is 19- Rob Schneider in your list? No. You can do it. <laughs> they gotta have you can do it in there. But the whole the whole plot of this thing is what his his grand his daughter Dracula's daughter. He sits up a hotel just for monsters to keep her away from the squares, and then Van Helsing's. It's, yeah, it's supposed to be. It's supposed arrives. to be like a, like a, a, a about about a resort where monsters go to escape humans. Yeah, and some humans checks in. <laughs> uh, and, and, and Andy Samberg checks. Fun. Yeah, Andy Samberg checks in, but he has to get a boat there first. <laughs> oh shit! I'm on a boat. In my flippy floppies. Another, 
Another another movie uh, that uh, has something in common with um, Hotel Transylvania in the sense that its cast is, again, this is a this is a movie that would have done amazingly well in 1998 with an incredibly bad name. I know it's called it's uh, it's a film adaptation of uh, a novel by Marie Phillips, uh, God's Behaving Badly, um, and uh, Alicia Silverstone and Evan Moss Backrack who was in the lake house. Who? Uh, yeah. They play a couple who discover a dysfunctioning family of down-on-their-luck deities. <laughs> um, Christopher Walken is Zeus. Eddie Falco is Ar- Artemis. Rosie, Rosie Perez is Persephone. <laughs> Oliver Platt, Apollo. Sharon Stone is Aphrodite. And John Turturro is Hades. Tell me this movie wouldn't have killed in 1990. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This would have been awesome. <laughs> I'm gonna... It's like Throw some light in that chair. It's like the royal family, yeah. but with gods. But gods behaving badly, really? I just expect Neil Morrissey and Martin Clunes to turn up. I know. And do the dance. With that, you know, the, you remember that episode where you got the, the, the beer cup holders? And they had that, that weird way of that to... Drink <laughs> it. You don't remember that? No. Never mind. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it sounds like it could work. Yeah. It's just, it's just, just a, it's just, it's just such seems, a weird cast. And so this seems to be the second coming of uh, Alicia Silverstone as well. She's yeah, yeah, got yeah, that yeah, movie yeah. Vamps. Yep, yep, yep. Her and Amy Heckerling. Yep. Is that right? Reteaming. Yeah, and um, Sigourney Weaver's in it as like bad guy vamp. They're like vamps in the in the twenty in the twenty first century living in New York trying to get by. I've always had a soft spot for Alicia Silverstone. Mm. <laughs> I don't know why. Clueless. It's it's not because of excess baggage. <laughs> it's not because of her bat butt in the bat movie no no I think you know I think really if I'm honest with myself it's blast from the past oh Jesus <laughs> with, with, if I'm really honest with myself with Walken, I'm sorry and, and, I'm sorry that's the one with, with Brendan Fraser, Brendan right? Fraser. oh Jesus <laughs> I'm sorry <laughs> was she in that as well she was, she was the, the female lead yeah. the parents is Christopher Walken and Sissy Space. I'll always remember that movie as like the, 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 the last trailer on those VHS tapes that was like oh we should I, watch that when we were still watching when we still had time to sit around and do nothing apart from watch VHS I, I don't know why I, I, like, I like it so much I just, I just really that's a guilty pleasure gotta, we gotta do a, a review pleasure. of that we gotta bring back that feature it's a really guilty pleasure and I, Christopher Walken's thing <laughs> 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 that was on last night Fantastic Mr. Fox uh, that's a great movie that's a fantastic movie <clears throat> um, let's bring up to a movie we reviewed last week um, Don Murphy producer has posted on his own personal blog that Transformers 4 will probably happen and they'll reboot it no they won't reboot it they'll, they don't see why they should reboot it they it's just keep the robots a, it's going to be a second trilogy yes um, but did you hear this crazy rumor about Jason Statham being <laughs> that rumor is really weird because I saw the rumor online after I'd heard people joking about it separately on separate podcasts oh really like, bef- like it wasn't even news they were just saying who should they cast and they would just pick like you know Chip Chelios like it was I think it was on Twitter someone on Twitter said how about they get not, not, not um, Jason Statham but Chip Chelios right Put the guy from Crank in it. <laughs> I would. It's it, it it actually is genius. If Jason Statham came on board, can just him and like probably tearing around the city and just fucking shit up. Then then uh, I, I would want Michael Bay to come back. Yeah. If Jason Statham came on board, I would want Michael Bay to do the next one. Can you imagine what Michael Bay would do with an actor as crazy as Jason Statham? <laughs> so you don't mind jumping out of a plane? <laughs> no, mate. Try a catfish. <laughs> But, can, but I mean, 
I he did say one thing, which was uh, he did say about you know there will be uh, as long as you have the transformers themselves, we can keep those. You know, those are effects. Those you know, Peter Cullen will be staying will stay in work. Um, and if I would hope that yeah, put Statham in it, but only Statham, and mm-hmm. have the robots talk to each other and build character and not get stuck in wires for twenty five minutes when they're the leaders of the Autobots. Yep. No, no, I agree. What would you like to see for uh, 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 the next trilogy? Uh, I don't know. I don't the know. spoilers they killed everyone to fight. Well, I would, uh, I would like to, I would like, to, like to go back to Cybertron. To be honest with you, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, see like a little bit more of what we saw, uh, what we saw in the very beginning of Dark of the Moon. Mm. Um, but I doubt that's going to happen because. Cybertron's pretty much a dead planet. They've yeah. pretty much established that. You keep saying that, but they keep... It seems fine. Yeah, I mean... It looks I mean, all right to me. It's it's good enough to, you know, like, teleport. Yeah. Like, just, like, to find back, somewhere right else. outside the Earth, like, knock on the door. You can go that far, but you can't go, like, a little bit further. Yeah. The movie was just getting good. <laughs> but I do want to see them just hanging out. And, I mean, when I think back to it, the cartoon was them just hanging out most of the time with the Decepticons attacking for some reason. I recently saw uh, an old public service announcement where uh, Bumblebee talks these two these two white boys into into going back home after they've just ran away from home. <laughs> it opens like with these two white boys like I've ran away from home because my parents don't understand me. And then suddenly Bumblebee like appears out of nowhere. It's like, wait, no, kids, you can't do that. You got to go home to your parents. But and they don't beat him up. <laughs> no, they don't beat him up. Because it's a little Volkswagen Bug one, right? <laughs> no, no, he doesn't even transform. He just comes out in his robot form and like with his fucking horns. Yeah, on his head. it's a kind of like little horns on his head, and the kids just act like it's no big deal. Did you see this fucking um, thing that they had up the other day about uh, with uh, with Clint Eastwood? No. With Clint Eastwood, fucking tell it's it's an old um, it's an old public public service announcement from like the seventies or eighties or, or something, uh-huh. where uh, Dirty Harry is uh, telling the kids not to smoke crack. <laughs> <laughs> Stay in school, kids. It's it's pretty. F- yeah, here we go. Let's go green or die. <laughs> ah, shit. <laughs> <laughs> fucking, attack of the buffer. Fucking slow ass internet. <laughs> it's crack, rock cocaine. The most addictive form. You think it's the glamour drug of the 80s? Well, that's the point of this friendly little reminder. It can kill you. And if you've got to die for something... This sure as hell ain't it. <laughs> Don't even try it, punk. <laughs> the thrill can kill. <laughs> That's insane. This is awesome. You got the Robocop anti-drug PSA. You got Pee Wee Herman saying don't do crack. <laughs> Michael Jordan anti-drug. <laughs> don't do crack. Whitney Houston is nowhere to be seen. Yeah, <laughs> Winner, winners don't do dr- crack. <laughs> Just give me the goddamn crack! <laughs> I love you. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, it's an episode of Family Guy. I don't really love him. Yeah. With Whitney Houston in bed with Bobby Brown, they're trying to have a nice conversation, and then Bobby Brown loses uh, loses patience and goes, "Just give me the goddamn crap!" <laughs> did you see the trailer for uh, the Iron Lady with Meryl Streep playing Mar- Margaret Thatcher? Yes, I did. Did this, you this, Did you also have weird moments with the with the soundtrack? This actually no, I thought that was an inspired choice. They, uh, the, it does make it feel very modern. The soundtrack uh, for the trailer is the uh, soundtrack uh, for, uh, from Heat. It's, 
Is it from Clint? Moon? But no, no, uh, no, from Moon. Sorry, yeah. Clint Mansell. Clint Mansell, yeah. Yeah, and which is a very cool tune. I actually bought the album, so I like yeah. it so much. I know. I thought that was an inspired choice because it's, it's, it's very slow and build up. But I mean, it's one of those things that's used a lot. It's like uh, John Murphy's Twenty Eight Days Later theme. Yeah. That turns up or in the in the in the house in Harpy. That turns up on trailers everywhere. It's almost catching up on up on Salisbury Hill by uh, Peter Gabriel. That's mm-hmm. in like anytime mm-hmm. you want to have a feel good movie, <laughs> throw that in the middle. But um, Meryl Streep, Jesus Christ, man, her her accent's spot on. Yeah, yeah, it's fucking insane. But the pearls have to stay. <laughs> and it does have a very interesting, a very unexpected, uh, humorous side to it. Yeah, yeah. You know, where like she's got this little glint in her eye, and it's like, ah, yeah. this could be this could be something very because I wasn't very. Um, I, I, I wasn't. This wasn't a movie on my must-see list. Have you seen The Queen? Yes, I have. What's the other one that um, what's his name? Michael Sheen did. There's, a, there's, there's two where he ended up playing. The, he's, he's basically he has like a Blair, a Blair duology, but he hasn't got. He hasn't got a third one yet. Is it? Uh, is it the special relationship? Is that yes, maybe it? that's what it is. That's right. what it was. And then, and then there's another one that he just recently did with Dennis Quaid as as, as Clinton. Oh really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he has done. He has, uh, done, he has done a Blair trilogy. He has completed his Blair trilogy. The, the Blair trilogy project. <laughs> Michael Sheen's insane. <laughs> <laughs> but it, this is just talking about trailers and things like that, and the Tintin trailer and this. This was a reveal trailer. Yeah. And I mean, they, I mean, the photo had been out in the Daily Mail ages ago. But the actual the way they did it was quite nice. It's two guys talking yeah. to the camera about keep the hat, but maybe not the pearls. And you know, let's work on that voice. Yeah. And then it just cuts to her showing, well, the hat may go, but the pearls can stay. Yes. Yes. And this is the tone. Yes. And uh, it's just like that. Is this you know, is the tone that we have to strike. <laughs> Nail it. <laughs> <laughs> Go Meryl. It's like Jesus. I've always had a crush on Meryl Streep, and I, I'm. Well, I'm she's act- over forty, I'm, right? I'm, I'm actually, yeah. Yeah. Is she over fifty? I think so. Ooh. <laughs> there you go. For those who can't see, Gavin's just got chills. <laughs> so I'm actually somewhat upset that she's made this movie because uh, I, I, this is going to kill whatever attraction it is. I can't. I can't. Or else increase it one hundred fold. I can't. I can't. I you can't, can't fancy Maggie I, Thatcher. I, I can't. I can't be thinking thoughts about Margaret Thatcher. That's just not on. <laughs> what was the TV show that was like? This, someone tried not to this, get. This, tried, this, someone this, tried not to get aroused and like. Mega touch naked. Mega touch naked. Mega touch naked. This will not stand, man. This perversion will not stand. <laughs> You're gonna put the poster in your bedroom. <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger oh. to begin shooting The Last Stand in September. What's The Last Stand? <laughs> the Last Stand was uh, one of the uh, few films that he had in development before his life went absolutely through the fucking roof. And he's been taken because he's cancelled everything else. Governator... He, he didn't cancel it per se, is that everything was uh, on hold indefinitely. His movie career was uh, just put on hold. All of his projects were put on hold. Uh, he was about, at the time when his uh, scandals, I mean, for those of you who have, uh, you know, unless you've been living under a rock, you know that uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger's been... He's been he's been a busy boy. Yeah. <laughs> Did you hear the thing about you know Maria asked him to she threw him out of the house and he refused to leave? <laughs> Did you hear about that? That's my boy. Yeah. She's like. Uh, uh, and, uh, and and as and, and when he when he finally caved in, you know he turned around and said, "I'll be back." <laughs> <laughs> awesome. <laughs> no, she had to she had to move out to a hotel. He wouldn't. She's like you know he's like, not a tumor, it's a stepchild, and. Um, she didn't take too kindly. She tried to ch- chuck him out of the house, and he said, "I'm not going." Wow. <laughs> Give these people air. <laughs> Detective John Kimball. Yeah, but before the, um, just as the scandal uh, was, uh, just as the scandal went public, 
he was about to start filming a movie called Cry Macho, which mm. was going to be directed by Brad Furman, uh, director of The Lincoln Lawyer. And he also, ha he also had that uh, horrible-looking uh, Governator cartoon that was yeah. going to be coming out. Uh, the Governator cartoon, that's definitely not going to happen anymore because mm. he's no longer married to the character in, in... Oh, shit! Yeah, it was like... They were in it. Oh, they no. were all in it. His and they've animated how many episodes? I don't know. His kids were in it. She was in it. All that kind of shit. All those kids? Uh, no. <laughs> Not all. <coughs> Not the one in the basement. <laughs> in the windowless room. Where are you going with that bucket of fish heads? Nowhere. <laughs> I'm going to the basement. I don't like, fi I don't like fish heads. <laughs> yes, you do. You do, you? do because it's normal. <laughs> They're your favorite. It's an Austrian delicacy. Cry Macho, apparently, yeah. uh, it's just been put on hold. There's, uh, there's been no official word saying that that movie is not happening. Yeah, but these things take so long to go through. The other, one of the other movies that he had was uh, in develop that he was that he had in. Uh, she did the Eagles one, what was it? Where Eagles there? No, Eagles with Wings Eagles. as Eagles. Yeah, I don't think uh, he can do that right now. Uh, but the movie that he is doing was also one of the films that was on the list was uh, The Last Stand, which is the uh, uh, Hollywood debut of um, a Korean, the Korean filmmaker uh, Kim Ji Woon, who's, uh, who did um, I Saw the Devil. Mm. Which has been getting a lot of really good reviews. He didn't do the, the sympathy for Mr. Vengeance trilogy, did he? No, uh, but he also did. Uh, I think it was um, the Tale of Two Sisters. That I think he did ah yes well. yes and yes, yes and that, and that, that was uh, that was very cool. Twins are creepy. It's about a small town sheriff uh, who must uh, make a stand when a drug cartel leader tries to make a run for the Mexican border. Oh, the budget is the the, the budget for the film is thirty million. Whoa! Yeah, so it's um. Hefty. It's a lean little budget because mm. uh, Arnold used to make thirty million a movie. So no, that used to be his lunch money, <laughs> didn't it? He used to get way more than thirty. But uh, as far as I'm concerned, this is good news. Yeah, it's good news. I want to see Arnold back on screen because you know, just give him as many jobs as possible so he can stop fucking, so he can stay out of people's bedrooms. Yes. Just keep the guy on the set. No, I think that's where the problem happens most of the time, isn't it? On set. I mean, he's had no, numerous stories from when he was, you yeah. know. Uh, there was footage that was yeah, suppressed yeah, 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 of him yeah. as a bodybuilder just being like a fucking nasty <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> uh, well, you know but, what? You're a bodybuilder, then you then you you last in Hollywood for as long as he did, and then you go into politics. You must be a scumbag. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, moving from talking about guys, things things that have moved from east to west. Uh, the old boy remake. Did you hear that that got a director today? Yes, Spike Lee. Yes. Interesting choice. Very. Very, Very interesting, interesting choice. choice. I mean, uh, Will Smith's no longer attached to this, right? No, and uh, neither is Spielberg, mm. and that's a good thing. But and, and, uh, it was funny, you know, when I found out that um, that Spike Lee was directing it. The very first thought that I had in my head was, "Is this why Will Smith didn't do D D Django uh, Unchained?" <laughs> <laughs> because remember, we were talking about yeah, that. Yeah, what, like, what, what could possibly? possibly, you know? And I was, th and, and and I don't think I'm right. No. <laughs> but it was a nice thought. Yeah. If Will Smith, if Will Smith was in this under the direction of Spike Lee, that would be a very interesting combination. They're just saying his last movie was two thousand and eight. Who? Spike Lee. He hasn't done anything since the Something of Saint Anna or the Miracle of the Saint Mir Anna. The Miracle of Saint Anna. I've never seen that. I mean, he can be varying. I mean, I can I can see Inside Man style Spike Lee totally working for this. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But I mean, it's not so much the uh, the the director. I mean, I mean, the director is a concern. It's, How it's, do they it's more, are you going to remake this faithfully? If you are, then... Or are they taking the concept? Yeah, you know, Because the concept is, what, a guy gets taken away for 10 years? Is it 10 years? No, I think it's, I think it's longer than that. Okay. He's just locked in a room yeah, and I can't quite remember food. how long he's there, but 
my concern is the uh, the twist at the end. Yes. You know, it's like, you're gonna keep that? Yeah. Because <laughs> that's pretty fucked up. That's, that, you're gonna keep that shit? You know, because uh, if you are, then I really want to see Will yeah. Smith do it. Will <laughs> <laughs> Smith does that shit, he'll be looking at Jamie Foxx is like, you think you took a challenge? <laughs> you think you're putting your neck on the line? Actually, dude, if you're listening, Will Smith, take this fucking roll! Yes. This will be your Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> Bit more casting news, and that was Smith related, but uh, apparently the Daily Mail, which seems to get ridiculous scoops when it comes to Bond movies, um, they're saying that Naomi Harris, who played Tiadama in the Pirates movies, yeah, she's is playing Miss Moneypenny. Miss Moneypenny, but that Javier uh, Bardem and Ray Fiennes have yep. both been cast. Yes. Wow. That'll be interesting. Yeah. Well, so I mean, it's, it's already got an insane cast, even if there's no one else in the movie, even yeah. if it's just Daniel Craig, Ray Fiennes, Javier Bardem, and. Uh, Naomi Harris. Yeah. Who, who's, although there's no word yet on who's going to be the Bond girl, right? No. Well, I mean, Naomi Harris is going to be Money Penny, so it's kind of part of it. So I don't know. It's probably going to be Rachel Weisz now, seeing as uh, that's Mrs. Bond. Maybe. That'd be fucked up. Did that catch you off guard? I didn't even realize those two were dating. Daniel Craig. I didn't. Da- I didn't realize either. You didn't date like, her either. I, know, I, I didn't date her either. You know, and and I'm quite upset about that. Yeah, your marriage is over real fast. You know, I mean, and and I knew her way back before. You know, I knew her in the chain reaction days. Yeah. <laughs> She hasn't aged, actually. No, she hasn't. It's quite disgusting. (laughs) I hate these people. I love you like twice a day. Them and their fucking endorsements. Them and their faces. (laughs) I hate them and their... I hate their endorsements. And because it wouldn't be a McCaptain Fry's podcast if we didn't mention Captain America in some some form. Yes. And I think it's three countries. Yeah, that poster does look awesome, though. I I do want the Captain America poster in Russian. (laughs) I want the Russian one. I mean, they they, they changed it. like, I wanted the Japanese Watchmen... Oh, yeah. I want the Russian Captain America. The Japanese, the Japanese Star Trek was pretty good as well. I think yeah, I Japanese saw that. You, or did you see most, it? Most Japanese posters are awesome. Are pretty cool. Yeah. No, but this one looks really nice. It's so it's, ironic. Yeah, because <laughs> they're changing the name. It's not going to be Captain America. It's going to be the. Fir- it's not Captain America colon the first Avenger. It's just the first Avenger. But yeah. it's still a guy dressed like America. <laughs> it's like how do you, you can't tell that now? I know. Maybe they'll just do ironic voiceovers. <laughs> it looks like it spells Dibbin 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 McTinkburger Coming soon to a cinema near you Oh god <laughs> Which is the Which means captain <laughs> I don't know But it's I, I love that image Yeah uh, It's uh, This is uh, the same image that Which was the uh, The teaser poster It was the teaser image of uh, Chris Chris Evans Just uh, it's Mid shot, holding the shield at the bottom. He's yeah. looking down, and all this fucking dirt and ash just flying around in the background. Looks like he's hanging out in Pataling Street with the fucking haze that's out this week. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, happy days. <laughs> Keeping it topical. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it does look cool. It does look cool. I'm, I'm, just, I'm sure there's gonna be way more awesome posters. Just gonna like not work at all. No. It's gonna be like stars and all, stripes. And actually, all of the uh, Captain America posters have looked pretty cool. Even yeah. the even the final one that has all of the characters, it's got a nice sort of retro. With a, Did you see the high res ones that yeah, they had yeah, online yeah, recently? Yeah. That were yeah. just like, oh my god, you can see every pore. I know. It's, it's kind of like that. <laughs> more. There's gonna be an Angry Birds movie. <laughs> There's gonna be an Angry Birds. Somebody movie. already did this online. Someone did like a, I think it was College this Humor. This is old news. This is old news. Yeah, but, yeah. But <laughs> it's ludicrous news. How do you do that? How do you do that? It's, They've already done like there's some test online. It's gonna for be it. a movie essentially about a bunch of birds trying to kill some pigs. Yeah. <laughs> is this funded by China? Hmm. 
I just, I just, it's yeah. I mean, I can see where they're are going. Are the birds actually going to talk, or are they just going to scream throughout the? Like, <laughs> you have played Angry Birds. I have played. Angry Birds. <laughs> it's a great game. <laughs> <laughs> Even you I can play it. I can't wait for the movie. <laughs> Yeah, that and Battleship, I'm really looking forward to them. <coughs> but I mean, they did this, some, I did see some animation test online a while ago, which is just to see what it would look like as a cartoon. And they looked all right. I mean, obviously, they got to, you know, add things like, you know, a plot and character. And, <laughs> and how are they going to explain the, the bird who, uh, who blows up? And he's the black guy, right? <laughs> Go on without me! Yeah, I can't wait for this movie. I'm gonna get so big. I'm gonna get hella big to watch Angry Birds. It's gonna be awesome. Angry Birds in 3D will be insane. Oh god. It's right up there with the gritty remake of Thomas the Choo Choo. <laughs> dumbass ideas. You gonna do the sequel news there as well, or? Nah, I guess it's like it's too pointless. Yeah. <laughs> Well, if you want to join in the fun, you can email us at podcast at mcgeffenfries.com. Podcast at mcgeffenfries.com. And this week, we have no emails. Uh, excellent. Yeah. Let's, let's That's, move on. It's a, it's a short segment. Moving on to movie reviews. So, this week, I finally caught up with Attack the Block, a UK movie by Working Title, directed by Joe Cornish, who... Is he uh, co-wrote the uh, screenplay of Edgar Wright for Tintin. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's, it, it's, it's nuts. He's a guy who used to have a BBC, a Channel 4 TV show where they basically animated that. They used very primitive video technology to animate mouths on Star Wars toys and just do like Jerry Springer with Star Wars. Oh, so is it like Robot Chicken? A little bit, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like a, only in the 90s. All right, excellent. So they have, a, they have a podcast I listen to, which is very, very silly. Uh-huh. Very, very silly. I mean, they, they see their age group as under, under 12 and over 30. Right. And that, that's to be true, because I listen to it. Um, so I was interested he was doing this stuff and again watching some of the, the promotional stuff on the website as well for the film is quite interesting as well in that he is into the things we're into mm-hmm. like they, I mean their old show alone animating Star Wars figures is enough to show them that we <laughs> like that yeah. um, so the story of this movie is that it's inner city versus outer space so a group of thugs and it follows set off with a woman Jodie uh, Whittaker walking home mm-hmm. on the phone to her ma'am and uh, she's a nurse and on the way she gets attacked by hoodies who mug her Mm-hmm. And they are at the start the most creepy looking hoodies, you know? Yeah. And they're all almost indistinguishable from each other, which is what happens. You can't tell them apart all that kind of shit. Uh-huh. So in the middle of the mugging, mm-hmm. a fucking comet lands in the car beside them. And uh, it t- something crawls out of it. It's like a hairless ape. And like, what the fuck is that, man? <laughs> it's like, you know, it's forward, man. It's like, nah, 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 don't go up before they come down. Mm-hmm. So they go off and they beat the shit out of this thing because they're fucking thugs. Right. And your one runs away. Turns out. They fucked with the wrong tourist. Because he's... Because that was the female. All right. And um, it turns out that shitloads more of these things arrive. Excellent. And uh, they got to attack. They got to protect the block. So they live in like a block of apartments. Like, you know, the, so the, the aliens, city council the aliens uh, exclusively attack this block, the, this, this, this building. Yeah, block. And there's an explanation for that. Right, okay. But that, and that works. Because you know there's something weird going on. He, he does... All the things that we talked about Transformers and the plot holes and stuff like that, yeah. he does think of an awful lot of those things. Right. It's like, why would they only attack these kids? Yeah. It's covered. Right, okay. Uh, Nick Frost turns up in it. The kid actors are fantastic. Um, Nick Frost plays like a drug dealer or something. Right? Well, he, he only, he's like the watch... He watches the safe room, which is where they keep all the weed. I see, I see. And, uh, and he's always stoned. Yes. Okay. So, yeah, he, he's nice. There's another guy who's playing like a middle-class kind of stoner who's... Um, 
oh he's just trying to get out of the block but shit keeps happening to him to come back mm-hmm. um, the title itself is a homage to the movie I'll be reviewing next which is Attack the Gas Station right. and it does have some similarities to that in that initially these characters are repugnant mm-hmm. you yeah. know they're fucking thugs mm-hmm. you won't have nothing to do with them and as the movie goes on you slowly get to get to like them get to, to know them, them get to see them uh, there's a good few guys there's like one of them's called Pest <laughs> which I think is a great nickname um, and you do get to see them a little bit and you know he has he has nice little character bits for each one of them like one of them like what one point can't see so he rips out his big thick NHS glasses so that's that kid mm-hmm. you know you can spot that kid you can spot Pest you can spot Moses Biggs and the other guy Biggs got big hair so you do get to I mean they are kind of fun little kids and there's also way smaller kids who want to get into their group mm-hmm. who are like nine year olds and when shit goes down the, the kids want in on it excellent <laughs> which is really cool I think was it Mayhem and Mayhem <laughs> they, they come up with these massive names for themselves so, lots of these things attack, and you've got them just you know hanging out at uh, Ron's place, which is the, the drug dealer, and then like a triple top hat is mm-hmm. the is the, the real drug dealer guy. And there's a whole thing about getting into realizing what they're doing with their lives. You know, they are while you get to know who they are, they get to realize that what they're doing is not sustainable. Mm-hmm. You know, because they you know, they even see the ludicrous of themselves where they have to hook up with the girl again later. Right, yeah. and they're like you know well, we apologize for mugging you it's alright and we didn't know you're from the block mm-hmm. which is like as if that makes a fucking difference you <laughs> shits and they've been swearing for constantly and like oh I wish it language right um, well, I, go- I, I, if, if you're like uh, if you're not very f- familiar with them the speech patterns and stuff there is I mean again Cornish has been talking about this and there is a lot of slang but you can pick it up because they use it a lot. Like, you know, all right, fam, fam is like a gang. Mm. So let's get the fam, get the fam, get out of here. I said, like, I can totally make that jump. Trust me. Trust is just whatever, <laughs> yeah, yeah, believe yeah, yeah. me. No, I'm, 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 it's not so much for me, because yeah. uh, I was actually talking to Chirin about it, and he was mentioning that uh, there was a, quite a few bits of the movie that he didn't understand. Mm-hmm. You do have to stay with it for a bit. Like, I, I, did, I only looked up online to find out that murked means stabbed. Right. Uh, I also heard that um, that the, the budget limitations kind of show in certain places? Not so much. I didn't think that at all. I mean, there's one thing he does is that he makes the block a place. Yeah. So it's shot at like, I mean, if you've, have you seen the poster? Yeah. So the kid standing there yeah, and the yeah. block is kind of at an angle. Mm-hmm. He does that a lot and it's lit from the top. So it does, it's very, you know, you, if you saw this building again, you'd recognize it. Right. You know what I mean? They have like big spotlights on the top and lights all the way down and there's all little details along the way. Like someone has a fucking Union Jack flying out the balcony and they very much craft a place. Right. And they have those little dimmer switches that they have in buildings that are like public buildings. Mm-hmm. You know, you push the button and then it slowly pushes itself back out and the lights go off, mm-hmm. which leads to a lot of tension later on. Right. Because it's a perfectly bright hallway and then halfway down it, the light goes off and then you hear the noises of the monsters. The monsters look cool? Yeah. Very, again, they've got, they're like big black things with glowy teeth. Right. You don't see any eyes. I oh. mean, it is, and, and again, it does make sense what they're doing and the, how they, the, you know, he's he's seen aliens. He knows that, you know, you can't just have a cool, and Predator, he, you can't just have a cool alien. You've got to think it through. Mm-hmm. He does that very, very well. Um, the main problem I had with this movie, though, was I think I, I got oversold by the trailers. Right. I mean, I think it was, some of it was sold by, you know, made by the same people of Shaun of the Dead and stuff. Mm-hmm. And there was a good bit in the trailer of Funny Nines. But it's not that funny. And it's, it's only a, about. It's, it's, actually a, it's actually a serious alien invasion movie. Not serious. It's, I a, mean, it's I mean, a serious it's thriller. It's a, it's, a, it's a creature feature. Right. You know what I mean? Are you, are you looking like the first alien or mm-hmm. Predator? You know what I mean? They're, they're that level. Right. 
So it's only when people start dying. Yeah, that's dying. not the impression I've been getting from it. No, you get a kind of a fun vibe, right? Kind yeah, of more yeah, of a yeah. Ghostbusters or something like that. Yeah. It's not that funny. But it that that annoyed me for the first half because it was like, I wasn't, yeah, I'm not laughing. Yeah. But then three, two, about halfway through, halfway through to three quarters, shit really starts hitting the fan. That's when you realize what type of movie it is. When main characters start getting iced. Right. Horribly. And there is a bit of that kind of like just gross face in the, you know. You, and, and is this stuff, uh, was it censored? No. Oh. I mean, it's an 80s movie and they're like, they're effing and blinding like fucking sailors. It's probably because the censor didn't understand it. Didn't understand it, yeah. <laughs> oh, Alright then, well no, that's, uh, that's not what I uh, have been, that's not the impression that I've gotten from like the poster. And, yeah. And from like the trailers, the, 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 the little bits and pieces that I have seen, or even, even like little bits and pieces that I've heard. Yeah. But coming back to what you said earlier, if this was made in the 80s, it would have killed. Right. You know what I mean? It has a very much that kind of feel. And it is very good. I did enjoy it very much. And, uh, the ending's a bit of a cop out, but not too much. But uh, you know, it's good. So definitely worth a watch. Cool. Because of Attack the Block, because I'd heard it was based, you know, there was this synergy with this Korean movie, South Korean movie called Attack the Gas Station, which I'd also heard of independently. I decided to watch that, which I've had it for ages. I just haven't watched it. So it's been referenced directly um, by the title. So this is a completely different type of movie and this is actually more the type of movie that Attack the Block looks like in the trailers mm -hmm. so this is a movie about a group of four guys and again you can see the director the visual of each guy is very distinct so you instantly have a feeling about them mm -hmm. it's not like just in, in, you know indeterminate mob right. there's like there's a smooth criminal guy there's a heavy rocker there's a guy who looks like a Manchester refugee and um, there's like a guy in a green suit and bleached blonde hair and it starts off with them just, you know, showing these people working around in a, a petrol station in, in South Korea. And, like, they have all this whole, this whole thing of, like, floor staff at the forecourt there. Mm -hmm. They just hide behind the windows. They actually, you know, they direct you into your spot and pull the train down and refill and everything. Mm -hmm. And then the camera just kind of flips over and upside down you see the four guys. And one of them just got a giant plank and just, like, banging on the floor. And they mug them. They, they fucking rob the place. Mm -hmm. And then it cuts to the next day. And they're all doing the same kind of shit. The camera cuts over again upside down and the guys are there and they're like... Why are we robbing the gas station again? And it just shows them eating something. It says, what are we do tonight? Bored. Rob the gas station again? All right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so they rob the gas station again. Only this time there's no money. Because they've learned the, the trick the, the night before. Yeah. Or rather they haven't. The owner actually has hidden the money. Mm -hmm. And he just wants no one to find it because he doesn't want to be ripped off again. Right. <clears throat> so the guys are like, what the fuck are we going to do? And while they're hanging around there and they've got them all hostage, someone pulls up outside. Some of the guys grabs a green blue jacket and goes out and starts filling the tank up and like, give me the money. And starts fucking around with the customers, so they just hang out in the, in the gas station all night long, and it gets this kind of madcap vibe because the the Manchester you know refugee, he's got the fucking stupid cap, you know the the body warmer with no shirt on underneath, mm -hmm. only he's just got a giant two by four, and it just keeps hitting people. He's uh, upstairs in the room with the three of them. He's like, stand on your head. So they got to like put their hands behind their back, put their head on the ground, their feet, like do push-ups with their head. Mm -hmm. You don't know why, and then some guys turn up who want to bully the kid who works at the gas station. Do and they're any, looking for his money. Do any monsters come? No. So what the fuck? <laughs> it's just about these guys stay at the get petrol station all night long and crazy shit happens. And they are also the baddest badasses you've ever met. Like again, it, the, the thing it shares with Attack the Block is they start off as like they're the bad guys. But as the movie goes on, there's a couple of flashbacks to why they're the way they are. Oh, I see, I see. But also, they can handle themselves. I was just expecting fucking monsters to turn up. No. I thought it was like a... Like no, no, it's, it's gangsters. Gangsters rip off the place. But it's, yeah, it's madcap comedy. Because when you said it was like inspired, inspired by, by the title, but inspired by the title. <laughs> but 
But no, no monsters attack. But there's plenty of yakuzas and gangs okay, attack. That makes a lot more sense because in my brain, in my mind, I was kind of wondering <laughs> why would aliens just attack a gas station? Because <laughs> I kept waiting for monsters to turn up, and they never did. Yeah. Well, the or did they? Is, are they the monsters? Is are they the, really the monster inside? Really? You? Is it the monster is it, inside? Is, is, is it a is philosophical it? movie? In a way, I mean, they do come off. They come off better at the end than they do at the beginning. But just madcap shit happens halfway through. Like some gang, a, a gang of kids turn up who want to bully the money out of one of the guys who works in the forecourt, right. and they obviously get taken hostage as well. And the shit beaten out of them. And then their gang turns up, and then the gangsters just take them down. So they end up with a room with like 30, 20 people in it, held hostage. And you imagine telling them all to stand on their head. You recommend it? Yeah, I mean it's fun. I mean there's a lot of fun to it, and that like just seeing these guys being threatened and constantly having the upper hand. The cops arrive, and they're, that's the only thing they're a bit off on, and they even get the upper hand of the cops. Cool. So Wait, think when, when did this movie come out? 1999. Shit. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I'm gonna have to check that out. Yeah, it's a lot of it's a lot of fun. It works. The subtitles. I've never even heard of it. The subtitles on the copy I had were excellent. In that, there's this point where this girl calls the, the Manchester revival guy stupid. Uh-huh. And you're like everybody out because he's got a room full of hostages at this point. And just everybody out. And they'll just run downstairs. Like they could just run away, but at that point they're fucking in Stockholm syndrome. Mm-hmm. And then it just and you think, what the fuck is he gonna do? Because obviously, you know they're thieves, mm-hmm. and this is a hot, this is the hot chick of the whole group, mm-hmm. and she's called them stupid, mm-hmm. and he's been eyeing her up the whole time. Mm-hmm. It's this whole level of threat, and then it cuts to them, and they're playing like the syllable game. You know where the, you have to say, I say a word, and uh, the end yeah. of it you have to say the next bit, and like it's in Korean. But they actually did it in English so that it matches. Like oh, I, I don't know whether it matches in in Korean. It may not. You no, know, garden doesn't sound like den something. But they match it up with something nice. So it's it's well converted. Oh, excellent! No, I'll definitely have to check that out. But it is pretty funny. I mean, it's more funny. Okay. It's it's more because funny. Like, there's a psychopathic delivery boy who turns up. I love that movie. It's so much more funny than the other one. Oh yeah, so much funny. <laughs> the other movie I saw because I had some time off was Rubber, which we might remember. This is a movie about a tire. Yeah, so you might remember we put the trailer for this up on the podcast, uh, up on the website quite a while back, mm-hmm. which looked awesome. About a psychic tire, a, a, a psychic a sentient Who makes tire people's head explode. Called Robert. <laughs> it's a tire, ne- yeah, okay. Yeah. Any good? This is pretentious tosh. You see, I, I, I Really pretentious. Mm. I would not have seen that coming. No, the trailer looks like Grindhouse. It's going to be Grindhouse. It's going to be a B movie. It's going to be. It's going to be Tremors. But this is like masterpiece theater. It's, it's trying it's, to be. It's trying to be art. It's trying to be art. It opens. How do you do an art movie about a tire? It opens. If you saw a painting of a tire, would you buy it? I would. Someone's going to. Do, <laughs> someone's going to do an edit with just the tire bits because the tire bits are awesome. Are all relatively awesome, but very slow. But it's when people start speaking to. There's each other. other people. No, it's like that when people start talking dirty to the camera, and then pan back to show that it wasn't the camera he was talking to. It was an audience who were also there. What? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like it opens with this car driving up a driveway, knocking over all these chairs randomly placed. A right. cop gets out of the boot, and says, "Why do you think happen in movies? No reason. Why is E.T. brown? No reason. Why in love story do they fall in love? No reason. Why can't you see air? No reason." Why do some people like sausages? Some people don't like sausages. No reason. But the film you were about to see is a homage to no reason. And then the camera pulls back and there's these people standing behind a fucking velvet rope and they all got given binoculars and they start watching the story of Robert. Huh. But that... I, you know, that, that sounds like it could work. <laughs> and then they poison the spectators and they think they can go home and one character breaks character. He's like, all right, guys, good job. We can go. We're awesome. And this guy turns up and says, no, there's one spectator left. He didn't need the turkey. 
and everyone else is staying in character in the movie, and he's acting like an actor in the movie. But it sounds so ridiculous that and, and crazy and off the off the cuff that it could actually work. It's too slow. As an idea, okay, so it's slow. It's fucking slow. So now you're speaking my language. Yeah. There's pacing problem. There's a definite <laughs> pacing. It's problem. a pacing problem because how, it's how like long, how long is the movie? Linger and look at how clever we're being right now. How that's long? The, is that's the feeling you get off the movie. This movie is like saying, "Aren't I awesome?" Okay. And they don't. They're not awesome. So it's it's not in any way Grindhouse. No. Even the way it's shot is not. No, no. no. So it looks like it actually has a like traditionally decent budget. Not decent. I mean, obviously, when you're shooting digital, maybe, but it's not. It doesn't have that grunge from Grindhouse. Right. So, and it's not funny. It's not. No. Not even a little. Um, slight bit. Okay. But I mean, I was expecting a Grindhouse style fucking, you know, that's rubber tire on the roof. That's, that's certainly uh, the vibe that, yeah. that that the trailer gave out. But there's a lot of wanky tosh all jammed in it, like filling, which it does not need to be there, and which is sucky. It's like, okay. It's, it's like, <coughs> all right. Yeah. Well, that's disappointing. I was expecting yeah. a little bit more from that. Yeah, yeah, me Cause, too. Because it, it looked like fun. Yeah. Ah, well, what are you going to do? I guess we're gonna have to wait till someone makes a movie about a rubber boot. <laughs> <laughs> well, he does get reincarnated as a tricycle at the end. Does he? Yeah. Well, you know, there's there's hope. Because spoilers, because no one's gonna see this fucking movie. <laughs> Not after that review. Sequel to Rubber is going ahead. Emilio Estevez directs. It's called Rubbers. <laughs> it's called Robin Boots. Oh, <laughs> cat in boots. I saw that trailer. It was quite funny. It's quite funny. <laughs> it does kind of win you over a little bit. It's when, like you want to hate it. Yeah. You you just so desperately want to be like as soon as you as soon as he pops up, you're like fuck this movie. Yeah. And by the end of the trailer, I love this uh, kitty. Uh, that was quite cute. Yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll I'll see it. <laughs> holy for holy, when he's like jumping over the spike trying to avoid cutting his balls off. Ah, <laughs> uh, so. Let's finish up with the US and box, uh, Malaysian box office top 10. Number 10 in Malaysia, Attack the Block. So it's still running. It's, it, it, see it soon because it's not going to be running for much longer, I don't think. Number 9, X-Men First Class. Number 8, Avan Avan. Number 7, Russell. Number 6, Monte Carlo. What the fuck is this? Monte Carlo, that's the new Selena Gomez movie. Yeah, what the fuck is this? <laughs> it's the new Selena Gomez movie. Who's Selena Gomez? Who the fuck is Selena Gomez? Selena Gomez is dating Justin Bieber. <laughs> what is this movie? It's a Mysterian day from the Mysterian era. <laughs> Didn't you ever watch Jeopardy? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't listen to her shit. Listen to her. All I know is that a bunch of Malaysian girls were really angry that she came here with Justin Bieber when Justin Bieber came here. Really? Yeah, they were like really pissed. Friends of yours? No. Oh. Like these are like random schoolgirls on the street that the that get like the news people were talking to and they ears. and they were like they were like why is she here it's not her tour it's not her time it's my time to shine Justin Bieber is going to meet me and she's he's going to fall for me <laughs> number 5 KL so yeah gangster. that's that's Monte Carlo yeah. number 5 KL gangster which uh, has become i think the one of the highest grossing films in Malaysian box office is history. this the one with the guy jumping on the car i'm from indonesia no no no, no 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 what's that one no 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 I, I don't know what that one is but it looks retarded yeah. and i hate that guy because that <laughs> <laughs> that one has been getting a lot more play but KL yeah. gangster is KL gangster one. they've only just started uh, releasing it on uh, astro first it's ah. like the op- it it look it looks retarded. There is cars drifting around Merdeka Square, right? Because you cannot, you're not legally, if you want to make a gangster movie or any kind of yeah, movie yeah, you need to have you have like, to have a car drifting gotta, around Merdeka Square. You gotta have some cars around that area. It's only a matter of time or so if someone flips a baby on that fucking couple of cup chais, you know. <laughs> 
<laughs> Gotta have a couple of mopeds. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can't get funding for Matt Rempert movies, right? No, you can't. If it's a scooper in it, you can't or you can't? You can't. Yeah, if there's yeah. a scooter in your movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't have a scooter because, yeah. you know, you know. <laughs> scoot, scoot. Yeah. Ciao. But uh, yeah, this movie's done very well. Um, but yeah, it looks retarded. Yeah. Number four, Treasure Inn. Number three, Green, Green Lantern. Lantern. Hanging in there. Number f- Number two, Scotty Leggy. And number one, Transformers, Dark of the Moon, surprise, surprise. And the US, number 10, Midnight in Paris, which is uh, the second highest grossing film of Woody, Woody Allen's career after wow. Hannah and Her Sisters. Really? Yep. It's made like uh, almost 40 million. Number nine, Bridesmaids, still hanging in there. How much is that made? Uh, that's making bank as well. That's uh, the highest grossing female, uh, female R-rated comedy. It beat Sex in the City. At the moment, I think I heard on the box office Which I'm year, very happy they're about. They're above the Hangover Part 2 right now. Yeah. But they might go down. Number eight, Mr. Popper's Penguins. Mm. I hear this is like getting your fingernails pulled out. Really? <laughs> Number seven, Green Lantern. Number six, Super 8. I really gotta see Super 8. Number so. five, Monte Carlo. What's that? Uh, Selena, it's the new Selena Gomez movie. Selena Gomez, she's like a pop starlet. She's dating Justin Bieber. Justin Bieber, really? Tell me more. Baby, baby. I should have slapped you. Number four, Larry Crown. This isn't. It's not doing no. well, no. And and you know what? It the trailer didn't look. It looked like ass. It looked didn't look very good. Number three, Bad Teacher. Uh, Cameron Diaz. Justin Timberlake, Jason Siegel. Number two, Cars 2, uh, which is uh, Pixar's worst reviewed film ever. Yes. Uh, and number one, Transformers, Transformers Dark, Dark of the, the Moon. Moon. We'll leave you there. Remember, if you've made it this far and you want to let us know you survived, uh, email us at podcast.com. Thanks a lot. Thanks for listening.